All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, episode two uh, of the Irregular Search for Truth. I don't know if this is actually episode two because the first was sort of like the pilot. I mean, if you, if you caught the first one, which you didn't. because No we... one caught the first one. So the a- episode one is going to remain a mystery. Yeah, I mean, I guess it'll be... A, I don't even know. We haven't really discussed how we're going to do that, but maybe we'll just put them on and then it'll be lost episodes, you know, to be like, oh, this is what it was first like or something. It'll be lost along with this introduction that we edit out later. <laughs> <laughs> and go. So, um... Suchin just got back from a trip to Egypt, and I want to quiz him on it. So first of all, just overall impressions. Uh, well, I guess give us a summary of what you did and, uh, and basic impressions. Yeah, well, the trip went really well. Um, we, went to, we were there for about 10 days. We went to three different cities, Cairo, and then probably a city you haven't heard of is called Dahab. And it's on that, I think we talked about it last time, basically the Sinai Peninsula, which is between uh, Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Actually, when we were in that city, it was really weird because it's on the beach. It's like a beach town, and you kind of like relax, whatever. And you could see off in the distance Saudi Arabia. And I don't know. It just seemed like really weird to me because it's like such a foreign place you hear about Saudi Arabia, and like you would never imagine that you would go there, or even you know have anything to do with Saudi Arabia. But there it was. You know, it's like looming off in the distance, not very far at all. It's actually just. Like another country. It's it made was, of land. It was as if there were people there. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> who were like us. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just kind of cool. I thought it was kind of cool. And then we went uh, to this place called Luxor, which you probably heard of. And, and, and in each different place, they had different things. So we went to Cairo, and we saw the pyramids, and just like kind of the Egyptian museum, and mummies, and like kind of all that stuff. And then we went to Dahab. We saw, it was more, like I said, on the Red Sea, so a lot of like, beach stuff, went snorkeling, and then we actually climbed, climbed Mount Sinai, nice. which is where Moses got the Ten Commandments. Did you see a burning bush? You know what? No, I didn't, but <laughs> right at the base of Mount Sinai, there is a monastery, St. Catherine's Monastery, and apparently inside that, they have like a cutting or some sort of original remnant of the burning bush. Mm. So, you know, say what you will about that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I... Uh... <laughs> I actually have uh, St. Anthony's tailbone. Do you wear it? Well, yeah, okay. Uh, Where do you keep that? My, I, it gets recycled every time I make chicken soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool. Not to knock the sisters of uh, St. Perpetual Lord. Mercy yeah, or whatever. Yeah. No, St. Catherine's St. Catherine, or something sorry. like that. Yeah, that actually, was highly offensive. I apologize. <laughs> You know, this thing about apology, you actually mean it. <laughs> well, and then, you, yes, you're right. You should. And then, once you mean it, you're like, what can I do to make it right? Right. And so, then, well, here's my apology. I apologize if I hurt anyone's feelings. I don't think I did, really. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just that my statement about having uh, St. Anthony's tailbone... Uh, was irreverent. Irreverent. All right. And, oh, yeah, that's definitely true. And it's certainly in in this case. Um, and so maybe if one of the sisters of St. Catherine heard that, they would be offended. And I apologize for offending them. But it doesn't really mean that deep down I hold in reverence sacred relics that are possibly chicken bones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the perfect way to end an apology. <laughs> White plasma. 
You are guilty. <laughs> That's a good lawyer answer, I think. Uh, kind of. All right. I don't know. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yes. Egypt. Egypt. And then uh, we went to Luxor, which is kind of like a city that I didn't really know much about. But, you know, you obviously heard of it from that hotel in Las Vegas. But you go there, and that was like kind of the later... Uh, part of Egypt, when their uh, dynasties, they had like you know a whole span of thousands and thousands of years. So towards the end of it, that's where their uh, capital was, was in Luxor. Okay. So they had huge temples there, and then you might have heard of the Valley of the Kings mm-hmm. and the Valley of the Queens. That's where the like, King Tut's tomb is, and they found okay. that. So there's all these like different tombs you can go into, and it's like, <laughs> oh excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Basically, it's like a big hole, like a big square like kind of hole into a mountain. It's like maybe six yards across, six yards high. I mean, pretty big tomb that goes like well into the mountain. And there's all these carvings and like that. And they're all like, you know, literally thousands and thousands of years old. And it's very, very like weird to be in these places that, you know, were sealed off for thousands of years and, you know, carved with like, obviously like, you know, just by hand or whatever they did thousands of years ago. And it's just amazing they were able to do, like, go so far into the mountain. I mean, when you go into these tombs, like, the very end, it's, like, pretty much dark. Mm-hmm. You know, and the air is really musty and, like, there's no circulation. Well, have they strung, have they strung, like, electricity in there now? They have, and... yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, even when we went in once, like, mm-hmm. at one point the electricity went out. Yeah. And it was, like, like pretty much pitch dark. Nice. You know, and it was like the air, like I said, it was like really musty and it kind of gets to you all of a sudden when you can't see. And it's just like kind of amazing to think that they did that when they when they were there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we saw that. And then just, yeah, so those are the major things that we saw. And then other than that, you know, just generally experiencing the country yeah. and stuff like that. It was really cool. It was really, cool. it's like perfect amount of time. And we went with a bunch of my friends and we all, it was like a big group, seven people. So, like, that was another thing that I was kind of concerned about, you know, because like, you don't have some real world drama or whatever on your trip, you know. <laughs> but no, everybody was really cool and it just worked out really well. Cool. So yeah, yeah, it cool. Good. It was it was about ten days long. Yeah, ten days. Ten I think days. that's about that's about the right time for a group trip. You know, if you have a large group like, and I would say seven is a large group to travel with. Yeah, definitely. If you're gonna be together for more than you know, if you push the two week envelope. Like you just might sort of want to. I mean, not not that you'll necessarily have fights or anything, but but you might just sort of want to be moving on your own. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. You, you know? know, and it's like uh, I've traveled with somebody else before on a couple trips for like, three weeks at a time, and uh, I think it's almost a very similar sort of thing, you know, because like you're not used to spending so much time with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. even if you went with your significant other or your wife or whatever, you know, it's like you go to work. Right. But I mean, when you're on a trip, you're with them 24 hours a day. You know, there's no like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow or whatever. Or I'll do this. You do that. It's like, no, we're in this together, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you learn a lot of different interesting things about people. And you have interesting <laughs> conversations and all that stuff, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was cool. It was cool. Nice. Well, uh, what were some of the highlights of the trip? Some of the highlights. uh I guess like the the pyramids definitely obviously it's like you yeah. know you it's one of something you hear about and see about so much that to actually go there and see it you know I mean it's almost underwhelming because when you go there you you know you've heard so many interesting facts about it and how big they are and they really are that big you know they really are that amazing but it's just kind of like okay yeah like that's mind blowing you know like you I'm trying to think of something it's mind blowing and underwhelming 
I'm trying to think of something where you go and you're like, oh, they said it was big, but I never really realized. You know, where like, here it was like, they said it was big, and it's, yeah, it's big. And it is, it's, it's amazing, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe also partially we, like, we took this tour, and they kind of rushed us through it, you know, to like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know, and like, we went from one pyramid to the next pyramid to the next pyramid, and it was kind of like almost overwhelming and underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelming because there was too much stuff and underwhelming because you didn't get enough of it. Yeah, you didn't get a chance to fully appreciate how big it was. Okay. You know, but yeah, it was like, you know, it was pretty amazing. Those stones that they moved were like uh, like two tons each or something like that. And they were like not quarried anywhere near there, like from pretty far away. You know, again, I think it's like we, I underestimate the technology that they had in ancient Egypt, I think, because like to get this stuff done, it's just amazing, I think. You know, when you think of people 4,000 years ago, when you go, well, they couldn't do anything. You know, like, how do they move these stones? And, well, they put it on the Nile on boats. Like, wow, that's that's amazing. They must have had really good boats. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, they lived on a river, right? And they built all these pyramids and temples, and they had all these, like, dynasties, and, like, they conquered all these people and all these lands. I mean, pretty interesting uh, civilization. Yeah. I don't know, you just think of, like, cavemen, I guess, from, like, so long ago. But it was <laughs> definitely not that. I mean, maybe it just shows my ignorance. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. And then we went snorkeling, and apparently it was, like, some of the best snorkeling in the world. Wow. And I haven't been snorkeling a lot, so I'm kind of, like, not a good judge of it. But, uh-huh. there, yeah, there was, like, fish everywhere and, like, really extensive coral. Colorful fish. Colorful fish. That's, just kind of swimming. That's what counts in snorkeling. Just swimming, like, right up on you. Like, in you like, you'd go through their schools and stuff like uh-huh. that. It was, And they weren't, like, really, like... You know, they wouldn't, like, shoo away or whatever. You could just kind of hang out. And we just snorkeled. We didn't scuba. Okay. And it was cool. Like the And there was not that many people there, so it wasn't too bad. Nice. The weather, uh, the water was a little cool for me, but I think for it was generally, like, probably, you know, 68, 70 or something like that. It's, like, warmer than San Diego water, I think. Yeah. Then maybe it was a little low. Maybe it was a little cooler than that. But I think, you know, like, uh, I've... When I go snorkeling, I get cold, really. Like, you know, I lose a lot. Of, I lose my heat really quickly, so I start shivering or whatever. So it was good for the first 20 minutes, and then I was like, okay, I'm cold. Okay. But it's like, I'm in Egypt, so I'm going to keep doing it. And then, yeah, that was really cool. And then I think uh, in Luxor, seeing those tombs, you know, like mm-hmm. the Valley of the Kings and King Tut. We didn't see King Tut's tomb, actually, but we did see other tombs, and they were, like, equally as impressive, I think. Right, huh? They were just all, like, it was pretty... Yeah, it really gives you an amazing appreciation for what they did, you know, nice. like so long ago. So I guess this trip that you took was sort of focused on seeing some really impressive sites, you know, Mount Sinai, some tombs, pyramids, and awesome snorkeling. Would you go back to Egypt, or are you sort of like, no, I've seen that, I'm, you, know, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that was actually, uh, it's funny you bring that up, there's a lot... While we were t- on the trip, everybody's asking each other, like, what would you rate this trip? What would you rate this trip? You know, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'd give it a seven or I'd give it a nine or whatever, you know, and like, some people were like, ah, it was good, but I'd never come back, you know, and it's like, really? some people were like, oh, I'd come back, you know, and like, yeah, it was definitely that conversation. And I think you're asking the wrong person because, like, I think, <laughs> like, I frustrate everybody I talk to about this because I, like, I like to travel, I guess, but I don't love to travel. And that, that distinction was also like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you love to travel? And like, of course, of all people, I have like traveled a ton. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been very lucky. Like, I actually have an extension in my passport because I don't have enough room for stamps anymore. Yeah, I just cram it in there. Yeah, so I've like, I've been lucky. You know, I have traveled a lot. And like, people are like, why don't you love to travel? I'm like, eh, I like to travel. And like, I seize the opportunity to travel, but I don't really actively search out for it. You know, so like, but yeah, I've been to Egypt. 
It was good. I got a sense of the place. And I think that's good enough for me. You know, I'm not personally enamored with the culture or the ancient culture. I mean, it was really awesome and impressive. I'm glad I went, but that's it's good enough for me. So yeah, I wouldn't go back. I mean, maybe maybe if uh, I don't know, maybe in 30 years if like something come up came up, you know, like or I mean, not 30 years, but I was thinking like if I had kids and they wanted to go, or like if I had to go there in business, you know, or if I got a free trip, then yeah, I'd go. You know, why not? You know, but I'm not gonna like. There's a lot of other places. You will not lift a foot. <laughs> on your own to to go back, but but if the free opportunity arises, exactly, or just some sort of opportunity that arose that became more than just like you know, I mean it was a twelve hundred dollar ticket. To fly, okay, all right, you know, right. so if it, if it ended up being like three hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, you but know? you didn't you didn't you like you said you didn't fall in love with the culture. Or anything no, like no, and well, not, did you guys even have a chance to sort of experience that, or was it more of a sightseeing tour? It was a lot of sightseeing, you know, and that was that was the other, yeah, it was like with a group of people, you can't really like just kind of wing it. Uh-huh. You know, we had our tickets booked from place to place. We had our hotels booked, everything, you know, so it was like, this is what we're doing. Because we, you know, you don't want, that's, that's kind of where groups fall apart, I think. I mean, I've never actually experienced this, but I can imagine that like the indecision is what kills people. You know, it's like, mm. well, I don't want to do this. Well, I don't want to do that. Or how about this? You know, but if you just have a plan, it's like, look, this is what we're doing. It's like planned out. All right, let's do this. Mm. You know, yeah. so we, we, we didn't have the plans planned out or the activities, but we had the places where we're staying and the transportation within the country. And that kind of framed the trip. Right now. So, but having said that, we did at night walk around and go to like restaurants and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of saw, saw some culture. And it's, it's a different enough culture where it doesn't take a lot to experience it. You know, like for example, if you were in England, uh-huh. you know, and you walked around for two days, you might you might ask me, "How oh, did you experience English culture?" I'm like, I don't know. It looks like America to me. They just talk funny, right? Or differently, <laughs> should I say, right? But I'm sure every English person <laughs> agrees with you. That's not, oh, we're just like we're like Americans. We just talk funny, innit? <laughs> I've offended them with my comment. You offended them with your accent. <laughs> well, that's what this is about. It's about offending people. That's the theme of today's podcast. Well, I'm going to try and do better then. <laughs> but yeah, you go to you go there, and it's a different place. You know, they dress differently. They wear kind of have different clothes. Women are definitely much more like covered up. A lot of them wear veils. This is Egypt, not England. Egypt, yes, okay. Egypt. They, you know, they wear headscarves and stuff like that, so you can see their faces, but they're like their hair and their necks are all covered. They, everybody, everybody there wears like long sleeve shirts and long sleeve pants, and you know, it's it's. Uh, I think it might be kind of like a Arab slash Muslim country thing, maybe. But there's not a lot of women on the street at all. Mm-hmm. So if you go out at five o'clock, after five o'clock, you might see one or two women. Uh, if you go for like a half hour walk, you might see like five women. You know, whereas like you'll see a ton of men, mm-hmm. and I think it's just that's different, right? And like you wouldn't notice that unless you would only notice something like that if it was so different. You know, mm-hmm. whereas like in England, if people walked, you know, if for some reason all the women walked on the right side, you know, you might not notice that. You know, like if there was a man and a woman walking on the street, and they always walk, the men always walked on the left side, the men, the women always walked on the right. That's a subtle difference. You might not notice that after like a day of walking around. Maybe if you stayed there for like. Like three weeks, you would, oh, why is this all the way, you know? But it's like, when you're in Egypt, like, oh, you notice that people definitely dress differently. The women are definitely much more covered and conservative and not very present after a certain hour of the day. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, we did see a lot of the culture. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be back. (laughs)
And no jet lag, so it was pretty awesome. Nice. Nice. Did you... I know you did a layover in Europe. Did you, like, actually get to stay anywhere? No, we were in Amsterdam, but it was, like, a four-hour layer. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Denied. Denied. And I've never been to Amsterdam, but uh, maybe someday. I've never been to the airport. Yeah. (laughs) I'll know my way around. Airports are weird because they're, like... They're these strange international. They are. They are the places where the globalized culture exists. Yes. Yes. Know? Yes. It's like yes. Uh, you, you can go to Egypt and see these sort of cultural differences. You can go to you know Brazil or Paraguay and see these these different cultural differences. England and other. But in airports, the airports are the same across the entire planet. Yeah. I mean, there was a McDonald's. Yeah. You know, and then there was a TGI Fridays. And then, everybody, you know, like all the signs were in English, and I guess some were in Dutch, but I mean, a lot of English. Yeah. You know, and they all took, you know, the money that we take and the credit cards that we use and all that stuff. So, so I have a question for you. I mean, you know, okay. now that I've done covering my trip for, I guess we talked for a long time about it. But, okay. Yeah. So, so, like traveling in trips, <clears throat> or traveling in groups on trips, like you know, you, like I said, you spend a lot of time with people, right? So, you know, you have a lot of time to talk. So. Mm-hmm. One thing that occurred to me was that, like, people obviously are different. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we're all the same in similar ways, but we're also different. And I, it's like, everybody, like, I think has some sort of, like, not secret, like, uh, thing that they do, but kind of, like, private preferences. You know, and, like, you're not really sure, am I the only one who does that? Or, like, am I disgusting? Or am I, like, weird? Or am I, you know, whatever? And, like, and the thing is, you can hide it when you live by yourself. Or when you have your own compartment. You have your own room. Or you have your own house. Or whatever. You know? And, like, maybe the only person who sees it is your girlfriend or wife or spouse or sister or brother or whoever you live with, right? Uh-huh. But when you go out on a trip and you're seeing these people 24 hours a day, you can't really, like, sneak away to, like... Pick your nose. Exactly. Okay, right? Right, or right. like... I see the level you're at. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, like, for example, one thing is like, okay, I know that back, I don't know, maybe like six, seven years ago, I just stopped washing my jeans every time I wore them. That's a very, like, tame God thing. damn, man. I, I wash my <laughs> jeans like once a year. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I, like, and I felt really like, oh, I'm kind of I'm kind of dirty because, like, I'm not, like, washing my clothes all the time. Yeah, but jeans. Jeans Well, are I like, mean, I was just – that's just the way I did it when yeah. I was – you know, like, when I grew up, like, that we just washed – we wore our clothes once, put on the hamper, and then washed them. Right, okay. And then, you know, as you grow up, you're like, I can't wash my clothes every week. Like, I just have other things to do, you know. And, like, pants, come on. You know, mm-hmm. like, they're the same. Nobody's going to notice, right? And then I'll just wear them again. No big deal, right? And then, then it started to realize that, every, like, a lot of people do this. And then, But some people have different, like, thresholds, right? Like, you might wash your jeans every month. Right, I still wash them, like, every, like, two weeks or something. Like, every, every three times or four times I wear them, oh, really? I'll, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll wash them again. Or, like, if I go out and I'm in dirt or something like that. Or, oh, like, yeah. You know, whatever. No, if, if they get, if they get dirty... If you're, right, like, doing right. work and they get dirty, then, yeah, yeah, you wash them. But I think, I mean, like, to be honest, okay, the things I wash after one wearing, underwear and shirts. But not even, like, not shirts that I'm wearing an undershirt under. Mm. You know, if I'm wearing an undershirt under it, then I wash the undershirt. But the yeah. other shirt, then yeah. I can wear again. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, I'll give them, like, to, depending on the article of clothing, you know, like a, a button-up shirt that I'm wearing an undershirt under I'll wear that two, two, possibly three times before washing it. 
jeans. God, I'll wear those like <laughs> I'll wear those like two weeks straight. And, and no, okay, wow, and, and like, like, I mean, I wear I wear my jeans like maybe like once or twice a week. You know, like because I have a no, couple pairs of jeans. I'm so unemployed, like, so I can wear jeans all I want. <laughs> so, there you go, if at all. <laughs> I don't need pants. I'm just gonna wake up and sit on the couch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why do you mock my life? I, I, I have a full appreciation of your life. It's just, you know, it's a general trade-off. Like, you get to do whatever you want, but you get paid uh, differently. But you don't you don't just get to do whatever you want. That's that's the thing. I mean, like, you still have to consider, you know, other other things. Like, I, like I, we touched on this earlier, but if I were unemployed and, uh, and single, I right. could just... I could just do whatever I want. Right, I could right. go be like, what the hell? I'm going to drive off today because I, I'm tired of applying for jobs. I could drive off and, and do whatever the hell I want. But but if you're in a relationship or you have you know uh, friends and family nearby who sort of count on you for something, then you still do have responsibilities. And so it's... Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I guess I meant more like you don't have to go to work. I do not have to go to work. That's true. Or you can't go to work. I can't, yeah, they they kick me out when I show up. I yeah, I go to places like uh, like law offices, and I'm just like I'm here. <laughs> like who are you? I'm like I'm Scott. I'm here to work. They're like you. You're wearing jeans. And they look like they haven't been washed in two weeks. <laughs> we wash our jeans every day here, sir. <laughs> I don't know how what kind of weird world you're from, but uh, but yeah, it was that was the thing? Like you learn all these different like uh, habits of people, you know, and you you kind of like because I always like yeah, I have these weird kind of habits. So I mean, I don't, and I do. I think everybody, like I said, everybody does. I'm not trying to like say I'm weird, but I'm not. But I wait, what? Yeah, no, you're weird. It's cool. All right, cool. So, like, I mean, one one other thing I'll go as far as to say is, and I'm not going to admit everything because, like, you know, there's a personal, personal level of comfort here. I'm just going to give you the most superficial, like, you know, you can unoffensive leave, ones. Leave the rest to our imagination. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, the problem, the, the, the thing is you probably all do it too, you know, but I, I won't. I can't believe you do that. <laughs> you, know what thing, you know what I do? When I stay at a hotel, I don't like them to clean my room. Mm. Like, I leave the do not disturb sign on, like, all the time. Like, okay, I mean, not as a rule, but, like, generally. Because you want that extra level of privacy? Well, yeah, and it's like, I don't, I like to just fling my stuff all over the place, you know? Like, I like to have my bag over here, and my, like, my shirts over here, and my, you know, whatever it is, I like to just put it, and it's like, where, where I left it is where it is when I come back. You know, in the bathroom, like, my, like... I don't like it when I put my toothbrush here and my like, you know, my toothpaste here, and like, then they come back. It's like, no, it's got to be in a cup. Right. You know, it's got to be all organized. And it's like, no, I don't want it in a cup. I want it next to the sink. You know, that, that's where it should be. You know, and then like, when I get, I'm not now. I sound like I'm OCD or something like that. But like, I just like to get to the bathroom. Oh, this is where I left my stuff. All right, cool. You know, and not only that, but the bathroom. Every time you're in a hotel, you know, they always have that sign that says. Millions of gallons of water are wasted every year cleaning towels. Yeah. Please, if you want to, you know, not reuse them, or if you want to keep them, put them back on the rack. Mm-hmm. They always replace the towels. Even if you put them back. Yeah. On the rack. Like oh, they're right. always like brand new towels, like freshly folded. Like you know, it's like. I don't know. Just, they they missed the sign. I feel like they did. But anyway, yeah, like the hotel room. It's just like, I want to feel like this is my space. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And like when I when I come back from wherever I was that day, I feel like it's not my space because yeah, I come back and it's all different. Somebody's been in here, made my bed, and they made it in like a ridiculously tight fashion in which I can't get into it. Right? <laughs> they are experts at making a tight bed. That's that's crazy. that's another that's another like thing about me. Like whenever I get to a bed, like the first thing I the first thing I do is I get and I just unpull all the I go around it and I pull out these covers from the, the end of it. <laughs> so you can stretch out. Yeah, so I can stretch out. Otherwise, I'm like like a mummy. I'm like all like strict constricted and all this stuff. And I'm yeah. a tall guy. Like, I mean, I can't, like, my feet have to hang over the end because the, the, the beds are never as tall as I am. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm six feet five inches, and, like, those beds, I mean, maybe they're six. Uh-huh. Or maybe six five, but still, that, that, that's very little, you know, room for tolerance. Right, right. So I got to go around, pull that thing out, and, like, every time I come back to the room, they've done that, you know. I don't need that. No. So that's another weird thing about me. So, but did you did you get away on a group trip with leaving the Do Not Disturb sign out, or, or were other forces at work saying... <laughs> No, we want the room clean. Well, no, no, and like uh, I've so my girlfriend and I we've traveled before, and I think the biggest hazard is my girlfriend makes fun of me to my friends. Such <laughs> like, and does this, such and does that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I, 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 that's kind of where it's coming from. It's like, yeah, I have like idiosyncrasies for sure, you know. But it's like that's just my thing, you know. I don't like it. I don't. It's. It's weird because yeah, when you spend so much time with somebody, it's only when these, it's only then will these things come out, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, like how much, how often do you share a hotel room with somebody, you know? And if you do, like or like let's say we went on a road trip, we might get our own rooms, and then I'll do my room and you'll do your room, and you won't even know how I did it, you know? Right. So it's just kind of funny stuff like that, and like you know, it'll come up at dinner, like while we're out, like oh, why did you do that, or how's that work, or like when you're out, you know, dealing with people. Or buying stuff in the stores, or when you're on the train. Oh, I like to sit in the front of the plane. I like to sit in the back of the plane. You know, all of this stuff, right? Uh-huh. It's just kind of funny. How, <laughs> how, like everybody has like their weird things, and it only comes out when you're when right you're, when you're stuck with somebody. Yeah, and like it has to be for like those 24-hour, 48-hour, like seven-day periods. Like, you uh-huh. know, like uh, yeah. So that's what I was wondering if you had any uh, things you wish wish to you know like uh, confess. <laughs> on air that was a very long question that, you said you said I've got a question for you back about 10 minutes ago <laughs> um, things that would come out when I'm traveling with people no uh, just like I mean like yeah like if you wash your jeans every two weeks that's disgusting by the way <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not they're perfectly clean I can um, smell them from here <laughs> <laughs> I got on the muni today and it stank. Did it? Yeah, man. There was there was reeky bo going well, on. There's some, there's definitely some like, secrets on on Muni. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, you only have to be on Muni for about max half an hour with people. But, uh, yeah, it's it was funny. Um, but okay, I'm trying to think of something that that people would uh, might see as odd or, or whatever. Right, traveling with them. I, nothing's popping to mind. Um, well, like, I mean, do you hang up your shirts? And maybe some people further you don't. You know, I, like, you know, I usually, I usually stay confined. If I'm staying in some place for a short while, I stay confined to the bag or backpack and a small mountain building <laughs> up to the summit of the bag or backpack. Like I don't use the furniture that they provide and stuff. Oh like yeah, that, yeah. You know? I definitely like take over. Yeah. Like I have it. Like yeah, because it's like 
I need to know what's clean and what's not clean. So I have a clean area. Like I have like, a, like especially when there's like a two beds. That's awesome. Oh well, yeah, because you use the other bed as. The oh yeah, I totally just put all over. And like the thing is, when you come back, they've like cleaned up that thing, and they're like, oh, the bed needs to be uncovered. It's like, oh, my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, well, no the, weird habits. The, the well, no, I'm sure I've got them. I just. It might take someone else to observe them. You won't admit that they're on the air, huh? You're just afraid. You say <laughs> on the air as if people are listening. People are totally listening. <laughs> our, reader, our listenership is like in the thousands right now. Considering this is the first episode that might actually get broadcast, I find that highly doubtful. That's that's a, <laughs> a weird tweak you have right there. Your pessimism is, you know, it's just like so unusual. I, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Um... Okay, well, I'll think of something, but I, uh, I'm just, I, I'm remembering back that the last really long trip I was on was traveling through South America, and it was like definitely a backpacking trip, you know? Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I was like on like, I had just finished the Peace Corps, and I was uh, backpacking with, with some friends and probably like three months bouncing around. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, it doesn't have to be uh, travel related. Just because, like, you know, in life. Yeah, like grooming or like maybe. You... Oh, okay. All right. I I don't like hanging things up. There you that's, go. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, like my my girlfriend gets on my case about that. Where like, like my jeans, I will I would much rather throw over the back of the chair than put on a hanger. You'd be ready to go. Yeah, like, so like the disasters like pop out jeans, like, boom, boom. Yeah, <laughs> I can, I can get out of here fully clothed in less than a minute. But uh, but yeah, that's that's my domestic weirdness, I guess. Oh wow, that's that's a good list. I, gotta... I don't I don't see dirt as much as some people. I yeah. I'm I would say I'm a relatively <laughs> clean person, but uh, but some people disagree. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. When you go to these countries like uh, that are kind of different, the United States are a little more. I don't know what the word is. Ru- uh, rustic. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> is that not condescending? I don't know. But yeah, like <laughs> old timey. <laughs> They're just different. They're different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like different like things you're used to, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And like. Uh, People, you know, like, yeah, there's a lot of germs. There's a lot of, like, animals. There's a lot of smells. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you smell a lot of food and you smell a lot of other stuff, too. You know, whereas, like, in the United States, you don't smell anything. Unless, I guess you usually just smell, smell like, if you're in the urban environment, you'll if smell you, stuff, If right? you but, smell something in the States, you go, oh, what's that smell? Right. If right. you smell something in another country, you're just like... Moving along. Yeah, it's just like, oh, that's <laughs> just, just that's like, yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's almost expected. Yeah, yeah. I'd say another country. That's too general. In in uh, more rustic environments, I guess. So, poop. Poop. <laughs> a lot of poop out there. Sometimes the open sewage systems, those are always mm. good. Yeah, you know, and uh, Egypt is very, uh, actually very clean. Okay. Like, uh, relatively speaking, yeah. Like, I mean... 
I, and you know, they, yeah, I didn't see any um, homeless people. I probably see more homeless people in San Francisco than I did in uh, Egypt. I think you see more homeless people in San Francisco than you see almost anywhere else. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I think. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, we I, might have the market cornered. I don't think I saw a single one. I saw like one woman, one woman kind of like begging for, for money, but like not even like that bad. Just kind of like, oh, I did something, you know. But, like, <laughs> not, not like I really need money. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And then uh, I mean, like in the whole country, Cairo, this other place, Luxor, you know, like one woman. So I was like, oh, that's it was a pretty like yeah pleasant experience like with regard to that. Yeah. Kind of wonder what, where they are, if they if or maybe they just take care of their people. But that would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice to think that. Word. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> well, I get all right. Well, here's what we go. Well, this is the second trip. This is the second one. So let's go 15 more minutes and okay. see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I had a interesting... All right, okay. Well, I actually have two topics, but we'll, we'll do the first one first. You were talking about how you uh, were talking about helping your friend move. Uh-huh. And actually, this guy at work today was talking about lunch and how like he was like really happy that he didn't have to help his friend move. He was like out of town or whatever. What a douche. Dude, moving sucks. It's like, does it suck? How much does moving suck? Well, it's... I mean, it's definitely work, but I think that, you know, it's... It's something you gotta do every once in a while. It is. Um, I don't. I mean, like, yeah, it's 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 heavy work. You gotta move furniture. You gotta pack everything out. I think what moving really makes you realize is how much crap you own. Yeah. Yeah. Or and like who your friends are. <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's almost more who your friends are. Like they like I think I've heard an expression like you know who your friends are when you have to move. Huh. Because it's like the worst. And, like, if your friend asks you to move, it's like, oh, God. You know, because it's like, I don't know what's worse, having to move or having to help your friend move. You know, hmm. it's just like, and I th- I've done it, like, only once recently. And, like, you know, I went, and for the first half of the day, it was like, oh, like, okay, show up. And, like, dude, you better have your boxes packed, first of all. Right? Like, I mean, I'm not coming to your house to help you pack, all right? Because that's, like, second to worst to moving is packing. So you better have your boxes packed, you know? But then, like, you spend the first half of the day, like, oh, maybe it'll be easy, you know, we'll just, like, kind of take it easy, carry this stuff here, carry stuff there. And then, like, by the, like, by noon, you're, like, drenched, mm. you know? And you're trying to avoid, like, having to, like, work too hard. Or, like, maybe when you get home, you're, like, kind of take it easy <laughs> or whatever. But then, like, I, I remember, like, we had to, like, get a couch in the door. And it was, like, it wasn't getting in, you know? We'd, like, take the door off and all that stuff. Oh, wow, like, yeah, that's tough. I was hoping to avoid, you know? It's, like, just anything, any excuse to not do it all the way. Right, right. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, you don't want to have to dismantle door frames and that stuff. But it's, like, that's what it takes to move, you know? And, like, then you got, like, crappy furniture, like my desk here, which is, like, made from Ikea. Like, the movers, when they move my... Like, I paid for movers. <laughs> <laughs> When they moved, they're like, dude, this is falling apart. I'm like, I know. Just put it there, and uh, that's probably, like, the where it'll sit. You know, like, that's probably where it will sit for the rest of its life. And then when I move from here, it'll just stay here. Or I'll just throw it on the street or something like that. But, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Ikea stuff is kind of crappy. Uh, I mean, no no offense. They, t- I, I, they have created very usable furniture that's cheap. But it's cheap for a reason. It's... 
it falls apart if you bang it, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean... It's it, not like... You, you're not going to get a sturdy oak table from Ikea, you know? You pay for what you get. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like functional, yeah. it's lightweight, and it's assemblable. Yeah. You know? And in that sense, it's way better for moving. I mean, it's, it's a lot easier to move, though things might fall apart. But I mean, but it's like, oh, wow, this desk only weighs 50 pounds rather than 150 pounds. Right. You know, that's cool. And you can take it apart, whether yeah. you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some duct tape on it when you get there, and it's all almost working again. And then the last thing I want to talk about was uh, my, I've been having these visions. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, wow. And especially when I was in Egypt, all I could think about was like jacking people's cars or like throwing them off a motorcycle and like stealing their motorcycle and like driving away or like, what would happen if I just like beat that guy with his bat right here, you know, or like whatever? <laughs> Holy shit, I can't believe you're laughing. This is psychotic. Well, it's, I guess it's my weird little quirk. And like, you know, apparently you only have one, but I... <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, you know, but this, this is, uh, well, you know, okay, that... <clears throat> That is strange, but it sort of brings up that whole issue that of, you know, does the video game industry, does media influence people and their sort of morality, you know? And and I remember cases where and and I think that they argue and, you know, to mostly uh, they argue mostly correctly uh, that, oh, well, you know, 99.9% of people can play these video games and they have no ill effects. But then there's occasional case with, that I remember hearing about like one kid because he had done the thing on Grand Theft Auto, he got, you know, he was busted for something and so he pulled the gun from a police officer and ended up shooting people, you know? And it's like it's like that is messed up. Yeah. That and and so you, it makes you wonder. And so I don't know what what's your take on that? That's a good point. I actually wasn't going to go there with my oh, question, okay. but well, no, no, it's actually it's a much more interesting thing that I had to say. I was just going to say like I have these visions, and I, I don't. It's awesome, like because it's like I just feel like I'm going to like go on a rampage. It's kind of funny, but I would never do it. But that's because I'm like 30, I guess, right? You know. <laughs> and you're right. Like if you're forwarding, if you're like in a formative age where your morals have not been like like formed because of there's like these morals that you hear. Right, and then there's morals that you learn, right? And it's like everything goes much cooler when you're cool to people, you know. But you don't learn that until you're out in the world and you have a job, and you've got to pay money, and they've got to pay you money, and then you've got to act with people and like be cool with your work coworkers every day, right? Like when you're in high school, oh yeah, I'll just like say something crappy about that guy over there because it's funny and it, it'll hurt his feelings, but that was the point, right? But it's like no, like I am now older, and I have to like work with this person every day. Mm -hmm. Or I have to live with this person or whatever. And it's like, I can't just say stuff like that, you know? And like, that's just a simple example. And it's like, no, I can't just go on a rampage and shoot people. Or I can't just, like, throw somebody off a bike or whatever. Or, like, because it's like these people have their own lives and they have their own struggles. And, like, you know, we're all in it together. I think that, you know, what, what we should get at is that, the, you know, they have their own rights. They have... Yeah. It's not just about you, but I think that, that often, <clears throat> and it was interesting you bring up high school, because when you are, or at least when I was in high school, you're so self-centered. You've got so many issues going on. But I think when you, and it's interesting to bring up video games and tie that into, because when you are playing video games, it is, again, it's all about you. Right, you know? right. And, and so if you have this sort of 
double whammy there. Maybe uh, maybe that can be damaging to a person's psyche. Can they, you know, can they come out of uh, their formative years without having any consideration for other people? Yeah, because I mean, when you take down these characters in these games, you know, like you shoot people left and right, and it's like there's no consequence whether you shoot this guy or not, right? right? You could like maybe you could run around him or you could shoot him. I'm gonna shoot the guy because it's funnier and it's fun, you know. But like. <laughs> So sick. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and like, no, but I hear you. I've played the game. Yeah, yeah and like you know, uh, this kind of reminds me of something else. Actually, when you on the internet these days, there's a lot of these like websites and stuff, and they're like, I feel like there's a lot of profanity on the internet. Have you? Have you <laughs> I think the internet is one of the. On, okay, here's here's one of the points that I was thinking about bringing up, but the internet is it, it makes me feel bad about humanity at times. There's, I mean, it's it's a great tool because you can pass information around. You can, uh, you know, you can do so much with the internet. And yet, this morning, I, I maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or whatever, but I got up and I, uh, I, I looked at the internet. And I looked at like CNN.com, and there was this art, There was this thing about, you know, it was like Billy Bob Thornton gives the cold shoulder to. Uh, to radio interviewer and so I listened to it and it was just like it was a, a case of a person being an asshole and uh, and but it just made me feel real bad because I listened the whole thing through and I was like ah oh, god and it didn't you know and and whatever you know people have their reasons for doing things that they do but and then you go to another site and you watch like here's a video of someone being a douche to another person here's you know and it's just like yeah and then the worst the worst is where the people comment yeah. and stuff. You know, it's like that is the new bathroom stall graffiti. Yeah, yeah, it is. It it's, really is. It's like it's like you will you'll find the most ignorant and and combative shit posted there. And you know, a lot of it is by people who just like whatever. They're nineteen years old and they don't give a fuck. So they'll they'll write like ah, you know, I'm having fun making fun of the other commenters. But that pisses some people off, and and like you'll you'll have a video, and someone will just write like fag, <laughs> and then and then someone will write like no, you're an ignorant person, you shouldn't say that, and they get all heated about it, and so the next guy will comment on his comment, and they'll be like fag, and it's like and it's like wait no oh, and then someone's like really taking it seriously, and they're like if I see you, I'll kick the shit out of you. And it's Come on. Well, that's a th that's kind of the thing. Like, I think you're actually giving too much credit for being 19. They're okay. probably like 34 or like <laughs> even like older. Because that's the thing. Like, I w what I was kind of saying is like the internet is really like profane and stuff. And I think it's like when I look at the internet, I don't take. I mean, and it's me personally because I probably screw up in this age or whatever. But I don't take anything seriously on the internet. It's like because it's all just like people kind of being more aggressive and being more profane. And it's like I think it's funny. Like, I mean. People swear a lot, and I think they do it to some sort of comedic, like, you know, they're trying to be comedic. Mm. You know, whereas, like, they would never do that to a brother person because these people aren't real, right? These people on this board aren't real. They're just, like, somebody they could be funny to and swear a lot to, right. you know, and just, like, shoot out their mouths to. And then be, these video games are the same way, right? But it's, like, I feel like, and, you know, maybe I, I come back and listen to this in 20 years, and I'm like, dude, you were such a young punk. But I feel like at this age, I've already lived enough in my life where I realize that, you know, People are people, or people are. There are other people in this world besides me, and I have to respect their feelings. And I can't just go off, like jacking cars, you know, and <laughs> That's like a good idea. you know, and like 
beating people up on the street or like running these missions like for the mob. Like I have to like be. I, this sounds really lame, but a responsible person, you know, like yeah, in no, society, I'm, you know, I'm and like you, yeah. the same thing, you know, that's just what it's all. I don't know what it's all about, but I mean, like, you know, it's funny that I have these visions because I think they're hilarious, but I feel like maybe... <laughs> I think it's scary that you have these visions. Well, I think it's hilarious. It's like, how quickly could I jack that motorcycle and, like, get downtown? You know? Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? I haven't. Then you couldn't jack it quickly. Question I, answer. Okay. <laughs> Fine. That car, or how much? Could I, how quickly could I pull that woman out of her car, stomp on her head, and then drive her car away? You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but oh, I don't know. Like I just, it just to me, it's funny. But to maybe other people, it's like, oh, I could do that, you know, and I should do that. Or maybe, and like, like you said, ninety-nine point nine nine percent of people wouldn't do that. But point zero one percent of three hundred million people is still a pretty large chunk of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, and um, uh, when you talk about like, oh, well, the you know, on the internet, you can be sort of irresponsible because it doesn't matter, like. You know, I, I take it all not seriously, but there are kids, all, every kid is on the internet and they're all in still that formative yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in another of these terrible websites where for some reason I go, but this kid had, uh, they and, and this was the worst, this kid had posted a response, I guess, on YouTube to people making fun of him. Oh. And he gets all emotional about it on the response. And yes. so they had grabbed they had grabbed this video, put it on their website, and then the commenters just ripped on the kid more. And it was just like, yes. like that's awesome. That's so cool. That's awesome. It's just it's it's just compounding the problem. I mean, okay, the kid didn't get it, right? Yeah, he didn't get it. No. But that's the thing you have you have people who don't care because it is a consequence-free environment interacting with people who do care and and it it makes for chaos yeah i mean it's it's the, it's the worst but it's awesome i mean that's the thing and that's kind of why like i think it's awesome and hilarious because i just can't take any of it seriously you know right but, like but, but some people I, i'd say most people don't have that ability i mean I don't know, i'm not saying like i'm the best person around but like i think a lot of people get wrapped up and maybe even i myself get wrapped up and like i can't really step outside my box but like yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's good to be able to detach yourself and say, oh, well, this is just the internet, whatever. But when you do see someone who is genuinely hurt, yeah, that, you know, that cuts through that layer yeah. and, and, and it sucks. And I don't know, maybe we have a moral message with this. That's kind of weird. <laughs> What's the message? Be cool. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We you reduced, gotta be cool. We reduced that entire philosophical discussion down to be cool. <laughs> but well, maybe we should just say be good. No, totally. And it's like no, like 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 that's what we were saying. It's like you are not the only person in this world, right? And it like it takes a little bit of like uh, you know elbow grease and like living in in the world to realize that yeah, you aren't the only person. It's a really big world out there, you know. And yeah. like you jacking this car <laughs> just to take it back. <laughs> Bring it on back. Are you shooting this person from across the street? <laughs> it's going to have a much bigger effect than you really realize, you know? And it's like, just because it's for your personal amusement is like, yeah, that's one thing. But like, it's it's really not that funny, you know, no. unless there are no consequences. But there are consequences. And that's it. Like, maybe you have to have crap happen to you first or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Though often if the crap happens to you early on, then you become an ass. Yeah, well, there That's, you go. Yeah. 
Well, let's leave it on that question mark. All right. And uh, and and with the message, be good. <laughs> That's it. That's what I try to do. All right. All right. And as long as you keep trying, I think, then you're moving in the right direction. Definitely. Yeah. All right, people. Be good. Thanks for listening. See ya.